I'm John. And I'm Jason. And this is Digital Divination on the No Direction Network. back for episode 78 of digital divination jason how are you doing i'm doing okay john how are you doing i'm i'm doing well uh we just spent the weekend up on kameno and it was mm-hmm. pretty crummy weather till today oh, yeah That's it was right. like gorgeous and sunny and we didn't want to leave but no. i don't like recording uh my podcast there because i don't have like here i got some sound dampening mm-hmm. stuff up oh yeah and there i don't and it just echoes all over the place so mm. eh, back to record but well it was good that's nice that's nice i did yeah i enjoyed a little bit of that sun i actually sat out on the patio for a few minutes at one point and then and then i got a little cloudy again on our normal walk time <laughs> yeah. but what are you gonna do what yeah gonna do? yeah you have a dog <laughs> yes yeah I, I thought I saw you walking a dog that one time. What type of dog do you have? He is a Chihuahua breed of some kind. Um, <laughs> not really 100% yeah. sure because we got him from yeah, a, yeah. a shelter uh, company type situation. And mm-hmm. uh, we don't really fully know how old he is either. Uh, we just kind of know he's a dog. <laughs> he's a dog, yeah. yeah. We, we have a dog as well, uh, mm-hmm. Chance. He's an Australian Shepherd. We fairly, He looks like one, so that's kind of what he yeah. is. And he's 13, so he's getting long on the tooth. Oh, yeah. About, and uh, yeah. tomorrow I'm actually going to bring him over to Ron's house. We're going to do some gaming. And I'm Ooh. trying to get him acclimatized to Ron's dogs because we oh, like to leave yes. him there for a week and go on vacation oh, without him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when he was younger, we would take him to um, like a regular kennel to stay. But he gets really nervous. And now that he's old, mm, yeah. we don't want him to have a like a stroke or heart attack or anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Our, our, our dog can't go in a kennel or anything like that. He, he likes, um, two other dogs at this point and that's about it. Uh, both of them, uh, we never, hasn't seen a long time. That's like, it's, uh, Ajax, uh, Amanda Hammond's, uh, dog and Ada Crystal Frazier's, uh, second Corgi. Um, he, he, he knew Calamity, their, their first Corgi, but, um, she's since Mm -hmm. passed on, but, um, he's, that was the only dogs that he ever liked. (laughs) He's ever liked so far with the exception of one random dog in our neighborhood that we met to sort of, uh, uh, and and one, and, and I, I, I had, I did something unheard of, which is what I invited uh, uh, the 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 couple that owned that dog over to our apartment one night just say hey, let's play a board game and something when the dogs don't yeah. run around and it was it was great and and I I tried to make like new friends I guess in yeah. you know in my mid to late forties which is next to impossible to do they have <laughs> since moved away to somewhere I don't yeah. know well my dog does not get along with other dogs mm. um, except if they come to our house then he figures yeah. they're okay that's okay. And so we brought and we, we brought them over. I, I brought them last weekend to uh, meet with um, their dogs. They got um, a black, small black lab mix, and then a tiny Bichon Frise thing. Mm. And um, yeah, he got along well with the the um, the lab. The, the I don't know. It's a mix, right? It's a mix, mm-hmm. mostly because that dog could outrun it all over the place. So if it wanted <laughs> to get away, he just, sure, he just yeah. 
I thought my dog likes to run, but no, he is so old. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> so he got tuckered out. Then all the fight yep. was out of him and then they hung out fine. So I'm hoping we're going to try it again good. and then maybe try mm-hmm. an overnighter because mm-hmm. uh, we haven't left him at anybody's house for a long time. And I want him to, to feel comfortable. Anyway, you, you mentioned yeah. walking the dog and stuff. So that, that made me yeah. think about that. Um, fine. Uh, you know, we had decided we were going to talk about comic books this time. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. I do uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, something happened in the intervening time, and, and it's uh, it's preempted our regular programming. We're going to talk yeah. about... Starfinder Enhanced. Starfinder Enhanced. Did I jump, sorry, did I step on your toes? It, looked, it seemed like you were giving no, me no, a, I was a waiting little bit for of a you. cue to say it. Yeah. 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 Starfinder Enhanced. Um, uh, this was announced uh, when... Just a couple of days last week, couple, yeah, I, I, like Tuesday, I think, or something. Yeah, 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 Tuesday, and then and then all the other stuff that happened like Thursday and Friday. <laughs> yeah, Batman. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, Starfinder Enhanced is is coming out. Uh, basically, I think they're trying. How it didn't quite make it in for a Gen Con release, is from what I remember. Uh, so it's going to be like a, a like a holiday release situation. Well, it says October. Now I'm going to ask October. you. Mentioned that. Yeah. Why didn't it make it in for Gen Con? Was that something that happened early on or is it? It is. No. It, uh, yeah. It was decided early on. I think the schedules are just in such a way that like mm-hmm. um, there's, we don't want to, uh, the president didn't want to necessarily compete too much between Pathfinder and Starfinder for big Gen Con releases. Oh, okay. You know, there's maybe, some, okay. we could put something out for Starfinder for Gen Con. Maybe it's like, a, you know, the beginning of a new adventure path or, or mm-hmm. you know, a, a standalone module or something like that. But, but, but the big ones were always like, this new hardcover Pathfinder thing is coming out, this, you know, second edition stuff. So, um, we just sort of, Starfinder got kind of pushed to be a little more like holiday release, kind of, you know, October, mm-hmm. November, you know, get it, get it in time for, for Christmas kind of stuff. And that's fine. Um, we get our book books that way. One sort of around PaizoCon, which is always kind of fun, and then one right. kind of October, November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was wondering about that because uh, I finished working on it quite a long time ago. You and I both worked yeah. on this. That's true. And I yeah. thought for sure it was going to be a Gen Con release, but you're saying early on they decided not to. No, it was all scheduled out beforehand. We just you know finishing up ports of call you know because these things get planned out so much like yeah right uh, right, right, right. you know it was still in development i think november of last year ish well i maybe just so i was hoping i was hoping it was being delayed a little bit past gen con before i got all this information from the developer guy that was working on this stuff um, you weren't working on this book obviously but no no i i I was in the present the room where it was being scheduled and outlined right. at the time right yeah okay yeah i i was hoping that maybe um the orc version of starfinder was coming out and they were busy working on that and i pushed <laughs> this out now you've dashed my hopes and all those rumors i've been oh no i haven't been spreading it. john it's gonna take more than <laughs> like an extra couple of months to uh you know because that 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 whole thing surprised everybody i think and yeah. there's no way that like if we're starting another you know getting a new starfinder out that would would happen for another year at the yeah minimum. well i you know i thought maybe they had to convert it and okay so let's back up i've heard a lot of people call yeah. this thing like starfinder unchained mm-hmm. yeah what does that mean so uh pathfinder unchained if you're not familiar was a book that came out around gosh oh, six or seven years into the life cycle of pathfinder first edition 
Um, it, it tweaked a little bit of some of the classes to sort of do some balances there, presented some optional rules, presented some more stuff basically for it. It's, it, um, and, uh, fun fact, that was the first book that I was a, uh, did some editing work on as a freelance editor, I think. Oh. Sounds from it's it's vaguely I I think that yeah it was before I before I got a full time job there but there was yeah. some editing work that needed to get done so I did like a chapter or a section of a chapter, um uh, uh but um th- that was all I feel like most of Pathfinder Unchanged was like a lot of alternate rules scaling magical magical items and and mm-hmm. I think there was like a fatigue stamina system in there there was oh, some extra bits of like. Uh, things you can do with weapon feats kind of stuff um if i recall um but starfinder enhanced is a little bit of that you know there's some some class tweaks some fixes to like the envoy and the salarian and stuff uh but it's also just more stuff it's also just mm-hmm. feats that aren't optional uh, they don't need to be op quote unquote and, and you don't need to buy into any kind of optional system to get them or um, right. uh, yeah. uh, 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 apparently some new playable species as well which is actually something I, d- I didn't remember <laughs> until I heard the announcement. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Uh, it says 12 playable species, including uh, the Kitsune and the tiny uh, Novians. Yeah. That's n- total news to me, actually. I mean, yeah. the Kitsune is extant in the character alien character deck. So this is, right. I think it's just sort of putting it into a book. So it's a little more. Right. Just, a yeah. full page on it. Or two. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's a Novian? What are, born from dying sons? Well, no, Some so it sounds of, like a Nova, right? There, maybe that's like the perfect like Solarian race then for some reason because maybe yeah no I I picture when they say tiny I'm picturing uh going for like um some sort of fey or sprite oh based kind of thing but I I honestly don't know maybe it's some sort of like elemental thing um, yeah elemental. Species. I was thinking it was going to be like a white dwarf, you know, like super, super dense, oh, small, yeah, yeah, creature, like, uh, super... tiny but strong, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that, that... I, I have no idea. I didn't work on these things. Didn't know. So yeah. Oh, and I forgot and, uh, everything that was in the outline, <laughs> except yes. for the things that I worked on. I kind of forgot everything that was in the outline. Oh yeah, you know what? I haven't. I didn't even go back and look at the outline. I just went to look at. The things I worked on um, mm-hmm. to make sure I didn't say anything about anything I'm not supposed to. And that's right. one of the things I want to um, reiterate for everyone that at this point, all authors are allowed to say is that we worked on this book. That's right. And talk about what's already been uh, made publicly available. That's, that's all yeah. we can do. But they've said some really cool stuff. And one mm-hmm. of the things in, is my favorite thing. Uh, so far that I've saw, saw, but it ruins a Starfinder Infinite thing I, th- I was going to work on. It's oh, the no. rules for scalable equipment. Oh, yeah. I wanted that so long, so bad. So um, I'm hoping that that it works both. It's, it says, uh, mentions your trusty sidearm. I'm hoping mm-hmm. it's armor and weapons because that's mm. it's just a pain every time you level that you've got to go, oh, well, this is no good anymore. I'm going to throw it in the trash and... <laughs> Get something it's not new. necessarily no good anymore. It's just, do you have the money to buy the next best thing? You know, yeah. You but don't then throw I can't out your old, the old thing for hardly anything. This is perfectly great a minute ago, and now it's only worth ten percent of uh, the value to me. And 
Yeah. As soon as you take it off the lot, it depreciates in value. You you know that. Ninety percent though, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, you know. Look, yeah, what are you yeah. gonna do when things are mass produced to such an extent in the Starfinder future that True. it the uh, stuff is just cheap? You just take it yeah. apart yourself and just use those UPBs to make your own stuff. Uh, yeah, but you only get so much UPB. It, you only get ten percent for yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. The exact because same if number. that were the case, I think that's a hundred percent. We should be able to do that, but um, that could lead to all kinds of other problems. I I would imagine. Yes. Oh, look! There's a car in the street. Let's take it apart for UPBs and make a tank. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then why you people- know? I- Taking things up, I don't see people talking about vehicles and turning those in uh, or decrafting them and recrafting them. That's not something that I've, I've ever had happen in any like like game or campaign. I, well, I just thought of it. I'm thinking if I wanted yeah. a lot of UPVs, I could go, you know, get a big vehicle. You yeah. Know? Uh, those are so anyway, because those are those are kind of priced to be affordable when, if, when the party pools their money a little bit. That's the sort of yeah, they're not on why they're kind of expensive. Super, super expensive, but they're they're, no. they're more expensive than one person can typically pay for. Yeah, yeah. usually. Yeah. yeah, and then the starships are priceless. Obviously, you can't really of junk course. them for UPB. So no, 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 <laughs> that no, was really you'd be stuck. System. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I'm pretty excited about that. That that's one of the specific things they uh, talked about, and uh, new subsystems for narrative starship combat. I yeah, remember. Yeah. Uh, Jason Tondro talking about mm-hmm. something uh, that he wanted to do at some point uh, building this. So I'm hoping that this is something that uh, kind of fits what his vision was and shortens sure, yeah, combat. No. You know, we did um, in Intrepid Heroes, we were doing a Starship combat. It's probably level seven, 16. Mm-hmm. And um, it took like two and a half hours. And I, I was like, oh man, yeah. this is taking so long. I told Ron, man, I'm just I'm just gonna toss this episode. I'm gonna get rid of it. Cause I don't even want to listen to it again. It was so long oh boy. going through it. I want to listen again to edit it. So I'm I'm i the narrative uh Starship Combat can't come yeah. soon enough for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh taking the sort of like concept behind um Starship Chases. Um, oh, yeah. which yeah, has yeah. a little bit of uh, a sort of a speedy resolution of like this happens mm-hmm. and then you all roll some dice and then and then it's the next round already, you know, and, and, and there's a little more uh, free formness to it um, yeah. would be a good way to sort of make this narrative starship combat go hopefully f- faster. Um, you know, uh, we'll have to see the details uh, when they come out. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm also looking forward to it. Yeah, no, I. I agree. You know, the whole thing, a lot of times you're just trying to get away from somebody, you know, and sure. Yeah. And like all of a sudden you're caught in, you know, hex grid hell and you can hardly move versus the chase. You know, the chase things, if you get two zones ahead, you're gone. So sure. Yeah. You know. That one there. I mean, that's like, that's the vehicle chase, which is so different. But the yeah, Starship yeah, yeah. chases one yeah. is like, it's always six rounds and that's it. Yeah. And that's it. Right. Yeah. And then those could be, those could be more for than just chases than, than, um, not just f- actual chases, but like a right. gauntlet of something that you have to right. pass your way through or whatever. Um, and then you just sort of resolve, if I recall correctly, resolve after the six rounds, you know, who's got the yeah, most they had, hit points kind of situation. Yeah, they had in, in Society Play, they had a, a couple of Starship kind of races and chases as well, mm-hmm. um, which looked a lot like ve- vehicle chases. Mm. I mean, basically the, the way they were set up, yeah. so... You know, so I can in, I can envision what it might look like. And in any case, 
I think it should expedite things. And hopefully this is something that becomes society legal too, so that mm -hmm. we can. Yeah, hopefully. Because that's where time crunches really come in. If you introduce yeah. a starship combat that's got to go the full length, that eats up a lot of your time uh, at, at the gaming yeah. table, your four to five hours. And of course, um, it took all of those systems and kind of threw them out the window for Redshift Rally, which yeah. doesn't it has its own victory point system happening uh, for for the races. So, uh, you know, take your pick out there if you want to find something for your campaign. Uh, wait for this to come out too, but also you know, grab Starship Chases from Starship Operations Manual. Or go look at uh, uh, the the race stuff that's in Redshift Rally, yeah. which I uh, uh, sort of modeled on. Uh, you know, I had Jessica model on the. The, the pirate ship regatta from um, Skull and Shackles, oh, first edition Pathfinder. Yeah. yeah, nice. So, what 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 kind of things? Looking at the list of here, what are some of the things mm. that you're excited about? What am I excited about? Well, you know, like that Starship uh, combat situation. Oh, the whole idea of of just sort of some of these new class stuff, uh, mm -hmm. uh, sort of rebalancing. Um, I think that the uh, uh, there's some stuff about the, um, I think the Witch Warper that could use some some rebalancing. Oh. Honestly, nice. so I, you know, there's all sort of like, uh, you know, trying to like get it up to the point where, like, you know, everyone loves the operative and uh, right. how good the art skills and stuff like that. And it's taking stuff like the envoy and kind of like giving a little bit of a bump to to make it more compatible, more com mm -hmm. more competitive, mm -hmm. I guess, with that sort of stuff. Right. right, um, right. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the Solarian though. I always thought that one was pretty much okay. Yeah, I can see. I mean, there, I mean, there's been certain things introduced that can speed up your number of rounds before you can mm -hmm. do your um your big thing, whatever they call the big thing. Yeah, again, your Solarian um, stellar revelation. Yeah, the revelation. So, because that's when you a lot of battles don't last three rounds. So you know, fair enough. Okay, yeah. Build to, to get something in the first round right off the bat would be nice, and so on and so forth. And uh, you know, your big thing. If your big thing never goes off because you defeat everything so fast, mm -hmm. that that's that can be very frustrating. And it can be tough. Yeah, yeah. The witch warper uh, again. I have not worked on any of these things, so I'm just kind of guessing, mm -hmm. like like you. Um, yeah, I I've, I've only played a witch warper a little bit. It seems interesting, but not hasn't been really compelling to me. Like even the um oh man that was a, what's the psychic one the um precog precog like the precog has some really really neat stuff to it yeah um but, you know technomancer has some really really neat stuff to it you know kind of ones that kind of sit around the space around the the which uh the i'm sorry the witch warper um mm -hmm. Yeah, I just haven't got into the Witch Warper as much, so I'm hoping they they have some some cool mechanics in there that yeah uh, make make it a bit more exciting. I think sort of the bigger issue with the Witch Warper is that there's like this like compete competing. Um, you're spending your spell slots on and right. on like two different things. So, you know, you have to decide, right. and like the spell slots are such a precious commodity in Starfinder that it feels weird to have them power. Your the witch warper's sort of main class ability in a lot of ways is mm -hmm. to do all those mm -hmm. sort of little tweaks here and there. Just seemed like then you're not casting spells. You're just doing that. Why not just make that make, not make it a spell casting class? Make it a that class, whatever you want to call that. Uh, special uh, abilities that a you special abilities that, that you yeah, spend yeah. the points on. Kind of you know I guess like the yeah. Vanguard was. Maybe it was maybe when uh, 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 
character operations man, I couldn't remember the name for a second, um, was coming out. Maybe they was like, oh, well, you know, Vanguard spends points. Biohacker has this kind of like big chunky thing of like how many you can spend per day, but you can also refresh them when you get your stamina points kind of uh, situation that the, they were trying for a different, a third kind of resource management. Right, right. And I think that's the mechanic that that maybe bugged me the most is I couldn't do a lot of things I wanted to do. You know, it's funny, and um, I'm playing in a 5e game, and uh, you talk about expending spell slots for things. I'm playing a, a paladin, and basically mm. I can expend spell slots so I can do extra smiting damage, right, with that. Oh, okay. So mm. it enables me to buff something else by using up that, that resource pool. So and that doesn't bother me as much in that game, but I think the difference is the Witch Warpers thing is, like, really, really big, and it's, yeah. like, different from the spells rather than yeah. additive to them. And so it's like, it becomes an either or thing rather than yeah. a building upon thing. So yeah. Yeah. something like a paladin, you're not in it for spells, right? You know, you right. kind of just get right. some spells later on. Um, if mm-hmm. that's the, the way the class works for you. Uh, but uh, you're mainly interested. I'm, I got a shield and a sword, maybe or armor. I'm, you know, I'm here to, to, to meet out justice. Uh, and so, yeah, there's sort of like, Hey, maybe I will cast, is that I don't I don't know much about the five E paladin. Do you get like lay on of hands as a spell, or is it just sort of a class feature type stuff? That's a class that feature. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have a a class feature, and you get a choice between three things you can do with it, and kind of a resource yeah. pool if you do some things with it. Um, but the neat thing about I'll say expending spell slots as as the paladin is after you hit, you can decide if you want to expend spell slots to oh, do extra okay. dice of damage. Yeah. Um, and so if you're going against, for me, like we're going against a big nasty boss and I think, wow, you know, this is, I'm going to expend a second level spot to do an extra 48 damage on this guy. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a big deal. Cause that's like yeah. way more than my normal damage. So that's it's a big buff, um, yeah. versus the spell itself may not, yeah, maybe okay, but Man, it gives you something. Yeah. 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 The witch warper just had like, like small things and it was just like t- tweak the terrain a little bit and it wasn't like, yeah. A ton of nothing huge and could be potentially game changing, like dealing a big chunk of extra damage. But you probably that uh, stuff was in the spells, I think, more or less. Yeah. So you'd want to save it for the spells. So you would then actually never use the Witch Warper's kind of like main class feature, which was this, uh, I can't remember the name of it now, like alternate worlds or something like that. Yeah. 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 I, think, well, I tell you, the, the, the terrain thing, you say just tweaking it, that's actually pretty <laughs> substantial. I've seen it. So, okay, in, fair. Yes, yeah, you know, all of a sudden you put a big, big old hole between you and and the enemy that you know and they're stuck down there, and you know, that's, <laughs> uh, you fire on them, you know. So I mean, there's some, yeah, some benefits. There's something you're you right. Do. Yeah, yeah, that's. But but it could be you could be doing that. You could have the, the choice to do that or a spell on your turn, right. but they come from right. different resources, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that mm-hmm. that's the thing because I remember like the whole idea behind uh, the witch warper, um. This is a little behind the scenes stuff too that I think people like to hear. We had a whole like like uh, character operations manual like day off site meeting to talk mm. about all of the classes and what they would do mm-hmm. and how they what kind of niches they would fill and that kind of stuff. Um, and just sort of starting with the general ideas that we kind of already had the three, but then we went kind of like you know into the beats. It was like the whole Starfinder team at the time, and um, it was a lot of fun and uh, a lot of work as well. But the whole idea behind Witch Warper class was to be like oh that's the battlefield kind of control 
Right, command and control. You know, uh, yeah, com- yeah, yeah. yeah, just sort of yeah. lock people down or, or sort of stuff. like make things yeah. one way or the other. So it was a, because, you know, you had your, your mystic uh, being the spellcaster that was kind of buffs and heals and stuff like that. And then the Technomancer one, which is a little more damagey, a little more, you know, computer related and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this would be the third type of spellcaster that we could think of at the time, <laughs> which was a sort of lockdown battlefield mm-hmm. control. Oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, yeah. looking at um, what they're going to do. So you mentioned the Witch Warper, mm-hmm. and they're introducing new versions, it says, of the Envoy, right, Solarian, yeah. Technomancer, and Witch Warper, all revised to make them more balanced and easy to play. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's some simplification in there yeah. for things. Um, yeah, hopefully. I, other other than the Witch Warper, I, I didn't think the other ones were all that difficult to play. I, I um, mean, I, I think, yeah, like you were saying about the Solarian, there's a little bit of maybe confusion about that's right. a, that's a mm-hmm. that's an unusual resource tracking where you just sort of are on a sliding marker and then not necessarily right. like a points pool which just goes up and down. This sort of can go kind of from a zero point to a positive or a negative, or, you know, on a on, a, yeah. on an axis. Um, so it's a little confusing, but I don't know if that's one of the things they tried to do. But I know that most of the it was to sort of keep them in line with some of the newer other classes and oh that makes sense popular classes so it's kind of giving them a little yeah. bit of a bit of a boost here and there where, where appropriate mm-hmm. like i know that um envoy for instance right uh, it seems pretty much de rigueur to take the uh uh boost person stamina because that's like the only right. cl- like l- almost the only class feature that does that for starfinder give people right. stamina in the middle of the fight um and, and i think like if you have an envoy in your class it in your party they've probably taken that improvisation right. um if not you know it's fine it's probably will be fine but also like <laughs> yeah. it just seems it's so good um but also you know to to be a point where like uh well why not just make that kind of like part of the class and not have to worry about spending oh, sort of class resource on it right interesting and then everyone does it it's just sort of a base thing yeah. and then Wait. you pick some other stuff around it you know, i don't know if that's going to be what's happening that. but when we first started playing dead sons like right when it first mm-hmm. came out Ron Lundin joined our group as a envoy. One of the things he did not have oh, was inspiring, have inspiring boost. boost. So mm-hmm. we were just going to I didn't even know that thing existed because oh, <laughs> no. he never used it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. He did. He was like the anti envoy envoy. He was very much not like the cookie cutter that, that mm-hmm. we have now. I, I, so I, then I had no idea what, well, oh, what's envoy about? What's it doing? You know, cause we were just getting into it. I hadn't been, Doing a lot of society play at that time, you know, we were just just getting started. Um, you know, it's funny you mention. Uh, so I think building in stuff like that, I think that's that's way cooler. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I have difficulty. I, I have a vanguard that just hit level twenty in our our AP. Who uh, tracking uh, um, your entropy points, mm. right? You know, when you get them, okay. when you that's actually a challenge uh, for All doing right, fair things. Enough. Yeah, They're scaling up and down. So, um, so I'm 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 going to be curious to see if they transferred over that mechanic. Lower levels is not a big deal, right? Right. Yeah. But as you get to higher levels and you have more things that can give you points, more things you can mm. spend them on. Uh, now that's we don't have a whole lot of level twenty adventures. I mean, I'm basically yeah. we're in the only one now. There's homebrews though. I mean, they're going to go to level twenty. So I, I would expect that that becomes something. So yeah, there's something about level twenty play that is just i feel like going to be inherently complicated no matter what <laughs> mm-hmm. um but if there's like yeah lots of things to keep track of like i can see it being 
confusing. Well, um, other things looking on here, there's an expanded creature companions. Um, I don't know if this is more feats related to them or more that you can have as companions. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see that yeah. as well. Can't quite remember that one. Uh, if there's just more of them or just more ways to get them or something. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? And then. Um, yeah, there's other one, which is good. Which other one? Uh, but the, sorry. Yeah, I thought you were going to say. Um, uh, the say new chance. Uh, let me say, it. Uh, new chances to spend resolve points uh, yes. for every character. So, like, looking a little bit of uh, not not saying this is how it's going to go. Obviously, it's just sort of, but also looking at how um, uh, hero points sort of have that kind of like for for power oh, yeah. and have a little bit of like, well, yeah, we give them. And, and but if there were like a different ways to spend resolve points, because some classes don't have a ton of them, some of them do have a ton mm -hmm. of them. But like, is it just for stamina and keeping yourself alive? when you die yeah, that's a little bit boring maybe there's some sort of an alternate system that you can be like well spend resolve points to do some rerolls or maybe spend some resolve points to just sort of be like uh that's good for every you know that works for every character right. you know, increase your armor class for one round or something like that i, I don't i don't know what they're going to be doing but it's you know that's that that should be an interesting uh subsystem to take a look at yeah no i i hope so I, you know, again looking at my vanguard i i only use resolve when i have to you know get stamina and I have a ton of resolve. It's yeah. kind of boring, you know? Versus yeah, like mean, the Envoy, he uses his resolve all the time to do special ability things. Yeah. So we always got to worry a, about him running out of resolve. <laughs> you know? It's a, so. it's a balancing factor, right? I mean, yeah. do, you, do you do that? Do you try to, do, you, know, you know, thinking about this, if you were building Starfinder again from scratch, say, would you use it in the way that like, oh, make sure every class has the exact same sort of general ideas of how to spend resolve points? Or do you say like, well, a fighter is probably going to need the, get its stamina back a lot more than mm -hmm. not, you know, the, the soldier or something like a Vanguard frontline fighter. Uh, so you don't give them as many ways to spend resolve to, with the class. Right. So they have it to get their stamina back. Or do you just say, eh, heck it, everyone gets the, you know, everyone gets three ways to spend resolve points uh, in their class. They're different for every class or whatever. And then uh, you just go, good luck. You know, you now you have this resource to manage and yeah. good luck. I actually like the second, second approach there, you know, even though I don't, you know, I, so I, Basically, I get to decide: Do I use it on rerolls, or right. I might have to, I might have to rest here to, to re, regain resolve, or use it on boosting? You know, I get to make a special attack roll. I want to boost it by two or something. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. something like that. You know, I might put a lot of resolve in it. I, I, I don't sure, know. Yeah. Again, not something I worked on, but um, I'm excited to see more uses to it to put a little more yeah. options for tweaks and, and things. I think that'll be that'll be nice. Sure. Yeah, that's sort of all of this this extra stuff. Like like we were talking about the sort of optional stuff for Starfinder Enhance, but then mm -hmm. more just sort of like you know again the more feats are going to be in this uh, for that right. to be taken for whoever meets the prerequisites, of course. But uh, they mm -hmm. don't have to be attached to any of these sort of optional systems. I think they're just straight straight up feats. And then there's yeah. also going to be plenty of. I want to make sure that this actually says this before I say it myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, new class features and character options for every class. So yes. this should be yes. precog stuff in there. That's going to be great. There's probably, you know, there's the evolutionist stuff, um, evolutionist stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stuff in there sort of new and, and improved, which you know, obviously has uh, not as much stuff to go for because it's only had one book out, just a score mm -hmm. book, right? It's got to have, so um, uh, 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 it probably be along the lines of like, well, that might end up getting like 
four pages instead of two pages or six pages instead of four pages or whatever it is because it's there's a lot more design space there because i haven't haven't exploited too much but Mm -hmm. mechanic uh you know soldier have had you know books and books and books maybe they'll won't get as much but you know again who knows i don't remember exactly how this thing was laid out and even if i did i probably shouldn't say (laughs) yes uh yes um i will not say any more than that how's that yeah there you go (laughs) Yeah, I will mention, and and this is the the one thing, and I mentioned to you before. This was my biggest project, so yeah. I had my biggest word count uh, on this uh, compared to anything else that I've worked on, and I, I was very excited to work on these sections that I did. Um, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see how they've ended up because the developer always sure, makes yeah. a pass and and does mm-hmm. some things to them. I. Uh, you know, I always try to put in stuff that I think is really, really cool and I'd really like to have and sometimes might be a little bit beyond the bounds of what we should go with and has to get rained sure. back, but uh, you never know. You never um, know. You never know. But October. Now, I think they said that at, at PaisaCon and probably at Gen Con panels, they would drop some more hints about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's usually what they, they try to and do. At and, that point we can say exactly what we worked on oh right yeah yeah yeah. probably yeah yeah. um this was my last official starfinder so far Uh, uh, freelance but you know i would say well at least you'll get a contributor copy this time i'll finally get a contributor copy (laughs) rather than nothing this past i'm still waiting i'm just reminding myself that like uh that uh i should be getting some contributor copies february was a year of, of i mean a month of stuff that i had worked on both for freelance and uh mm-hmm. develop wise was coming out so it was uh exciting uh but i don't I haven't seen any of it yet myself yeah. well it's uh, uh it's a long way to mail it apparently you know from where you're at <laughs> i mean <laughs> you know contributor <laughs> copies are always like the last ones to get mailed out i, think, I know because, i know i know yeah all right well if, um it well there's one, one more thing i just want to note here if the to think if my timing is right this might be some st- of Dustin Knight's first work on Starfinder. Oh yeah. So we'll see I, if he's got. Yeah. Uh, what, you know, he maybe have you know stepped in to sort of uh, take another pass at some some of some of your stuff or some of my stuff or something. So we'll see. Um. Yes, I I believe that's the case. I was talking with with him about something else, and mm. I brought this up to them. He's oh good, I can talk to you about it. <laughs> so. Good, yeah. Oh, I know it exists. Yeah, because Don't this worry, is before it's announced, and like you know, yeah, he couldn't even yeah, yeah. say this thing is coming, right? Because it's like right, exactly. Uh, you might not know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I, I, I don't, I don't remember what the interaction was, but he, it was, it was, I, it was kind of funny. I said, "Oh, I, there's somebody else I could talk to." With him about. <laughs> good, good. Otherwise, I'm it's glad. Like, that. oh, that's it. That's it. But <laughs> I, I can't wait. I, October. So I, I was really hoping Gen Con. Really it's these things get announced so far in advance because of all of the weird stuff that has to be told to distributors and then if we don't yeah. announce it you know if puzzle doesn't announce it on 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 twitter people will find it on amazon just by accident right like, what's this right. and then we have to say oh well actually it's this because i'll make an announcement so it's always a shame when things get announced so far in advance but uh it's weird it's just this weird publishing quirk i know well, I think I have something else coming out at Gen Con that I hope gets Ooh, announced good. soon. So, you know, that'll Ooh, that'll that hasn't been announced. Well, that's interesting. Something coming out at Gen Con that you've worked on hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, go huh. figure. Go figure. <laughs> All right. Who knows? 
I, I, I don't know when it's coming out. I'm hoping it comes out sooner. But fair enough. All right. Well, I think we've um we've said as much as we can without saying anything specific. <laughs> without saying too much. But yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm about excited this. too. Yeah. Well, I'm John. And I'm Jason, and this has been Digital Divination. <laughs>